Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, July 1st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Experts predict a huge increase in dementia cases in the coming decades. And for people at high risk, minor memory lapses can feel like scary warning signs of early disease. So I literally excused myself and I left and I cried the whole way home. That's when it becomes real, is when you start figuring out that I don't have control over that all the time. New research suggests early lifestyle changes can make a big difference in keeping dementia at bay. We'll have that story in just a few minutes. Missouri Governor Mike Parson has signed 13 bills that make up the state's more than $35 billion budget. They include more funding for colleges and universities, new mental health crisis centers, and rate increases for Medicaid providers. Parson vetoed $115 million in expenditures, including money to help hospitals deal with lower revenue because of a new Medicaid payment system. Legislators are expected to go over those vetoes later this year. One of the bills in the budget package renews a tax to fund Missouri's portion of Medicaid. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, the House passed the measure yesterday. The House approved the renewal of the federal reimbursement allowance tax during the special session Parson called to address the issue. Not renewing it would have cost the state billions in revenue and federal dollars. Parson says he expected the legislature to approve it. I thought the Senate would find a path at the end of the day. We met with them several times as we went through that process. And the same thing with the House. I mean, I think everybody understands the stakes. The FRA tax is usually routine, but conservative members slowed the measure during the regular session, trying to tack on a provision to defund Planned Parenthood and restrict some kinds of birth control from receiving Medicaid funding. Neither of those efforts made the final version. In Jefferson City, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. As funding for Medicaid advanced in Jefferson City, several business groups are now supporting a lawsuit reviving a constitutional amendment expanding the program. Greater St. Louis, Inc. is joining with other chambers of commerce throughout the state to file a brief in a case that is before the Missouri Supreme Court. A lower court struck down the voter-approved initiative that would expand the health care program to individuals making around $17,800 a year. Jason Hall of Greater St. Louis, Inc. says the legal move shows the corporate community is behind Medicaid expansion. So we can't hold back those benefits now, uh, particularly in the situation we found ourselves in uh, with COVID. It is important to make sure that health care is accessible and we bring home the economic benefits of expansion to the economy of this state writ large. The state Supreme Court will hear the Medicaid expansion case July 13th. Also out of Jefferson City, the Missouri House has approved a bill preventing Planned Parenthood from receiving any public money. The measure will not likely move much further. The Senate concluded its special session last week and is not expected to return. That measure could surface next year once again during the legislature's regular session. A lawsuit accuses a St. Louis police SWAT team of killing an innocent man during a no-knock raid at his home four years ago. Arch City Defenders has filed suit on behalf of the children of Don Clark Sr. It names the city and several police officers and seeks unspecified damages. Clark was a black 63-year-old Army veteran in declining health. 
The lawsuit says he had no criminal record when armed officers converged on his South St. Louis home in February 2017. One of the officers shot Clark nine times. Gateway Studio and Production Services is bringing what it describes as the largest entertainment production and rehearsal studio in the nation to the St. Louis region. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kendall Crawford reports, it will bring a new industry to Chesterfield. The $111 million development will bring more than 100 jobs to the St. Louis area. It will be home to four different studios that could be used for anything from rehearsing concert tours to filming movies. President of Business Development David Haskell says he's eager to reinvigorate the entertainment industry in the region. Doing something good and doing something positive for the area, you know, and, and putting St. Louis back on the map for this. It's, it's that, that's the most exciting thing. Haskell says the studio will help bring industry professionals from all over the country to Chesterfield. The facility is expected to be fully operational in 2023. I'm Kendall Crawford, St. Louis Public Radio. Developing Alzheimer's disease can be scary for many. Despite the recent approval of a new drug, there's still no proven way to cure the degenerative disease. Research suggests that making a few lifestyle changes can curb a memory decline. Reporter Alex Smith has the story of a Kansas City-area woman who decided to take action when her own memory started to slip. In a new subdivision at the southern edge of Overland Park, Kansas, realtor Ann Frazier shows off the designer kitchen in a big new house for sale. So you'll notice a lot of great upgrades. This is a custom-built home, and so the lighting is not what's normally put in um, a brand-new build. This is all custom lighting. The current home-buying rush is making an intense line of work even tougher. And in recent years, Frazier has faced the additional challenge of lagging memory. A little over a decade ago, Frazier's busy life came to a halt when she recognized her parents were both struggling with dementia. She quit her job to care for them full-time in their final years. Autopsies showed that her mom had Alzheimer's disease and her dad had vascular dementia. Then Frazier herself started forgetting the names of people and objects. She laughed it off at first, but eventually it became overwhelming, as when colleagues joked about her memory lapses at a work event. So I literally excused myself and I left and I cried the whole way home. That's when it becomes real, is when you start figuring out that I don't have control over that all the time. What do I need to do to get control over it? Testing appeared to confirm her fears. She learned she carries the ApoE4 gene, which puts her at higher risk for Alzheimer's, and a dementia screening showed she had mild cognitive impairment. She took her doctor's advice to reduce stress, get eight hours of sleep, and adjust her diet. But at first, the self-described people-pleaser says she struggled to learn how to reprioritize. I used to say it's selfish, but it's not. People are staying late at our house. I'll be like, I love you all, but I got to go to bed. I'll see y'all later. (laughs) So trying to really set those boundaries and be unapologetic about it. Treating patients who have memory problems often starts by addressing lifestyle, according to dementia researcher Dr. Eric Music of Washington University in St. Louis. He explains that problems like stress or too little sleep can turn out to be the root causes for at least some of their challenges. Some of them are medical and some of them are, are lifestyle. You know, they're staying up all night watching TV and they're not sleeping regularly and 
Uh, they're not exercising and they just are sort of in a funk. Uh, and that can be corrected. Experts project that the number of people with dementia will grow to more than 14 million in the U.S. in the next few decades due to an aging population. At the same time, the prevalence of dementia appears to be declining due to better prevention strategies. A recent study commissioned by the medical journal The Lancet found that 40% of dementia cases may be prevented or delayed by changing risk factors like high blood pressure, lack of exercise, and social isolation. While dementia has sometimes been considered unavoidable for many people, Music says that thinking has been changing. And maybe it does run in your family because there's a few of these risk genes that are in there, but they're not deterministic. They don't mean that you're definitely going to get the disease. So potentially you could fight against that by making changes in your daily habits. Ann Fraser says that after a month in her new routine, she began to notice her memory improving. And on a more recent cognitive test, she scored 100%, which indicates no memory impairment. So it's almost like you wake up and you realize how much it was affecting you that you didn't even realize. I think that's probably the scariest part of it all, is that you come, sometimes don't realize how much you've lost until you get it back. The possibility of coming down with Alzheimer's still haunts Frazier, but for now, much of the fear she felt has been replaced by a newfound sense of control over her memory. I'm Alex Smith. Alex is a reporter for public radio station KCUR in Kansas City. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.